Welcome, 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 everyone. It is the return of the Mac. The Never Lost podcast is back in business. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a few month hiatus, but we are back smarter than ever, stronger than ever, more opinionated than ever. And we're coming back with a vengeance. We're not slowing down. Yeah, we're changing some things up, and we got the boy back from up north. That was a great intro. That was. You should do it more often. That was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, You're welcome, yeah. Hello, everybody. Jordan's back. back. From my vacation, as Jacob called it, in some sort of description. But yeah, I'm back. We're going to be hopefully putting these podcasts out a little little more regular, regular time period. Yeah, no four-month gaps. We're back at it for your listening pleasure. All right, guys. Okay, now I don't like it as much. I didn't like the way you said pleasure. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure, you know, your ears are treated fairly like everything else, you know. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, we picked a hell of a time to get back into this, hey. Literally. I like, it's funny because there's been so much happening in sports and we've never. We just skipped everything. We're like, we haven't talked about it. anything. Like that whole Antonio Brown thing that just kind of flew over and now we have Kyler Murray unfollowing everyone on Social media. The Washington Commanders. Washington Commanders. <laughs> we were just living it, man. The Washington Commies also is another Commies name is I've what heard you like for to them. Um, the Lakers can't play basketball. Yeah. Shredding. Neither the Nets, but they're also just very injured. But um, Yeah. James Harden coming back to town, you know. It, it's Possibly. just a very weird time to, like, be back, you well, know. Time to get back in the saddle. Like, I feel like so much is happening, right? You know, mm-hmm. we got Matthew Stafford in the Super Bowl. I am vicariously living as a Rams fan right now. <laughs> Did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean vicariously. That's no, it. no, no, no vicariously. <laughs> um, where's this? There's nowhere we're just gonna gloss over what you just said. I said nothing. We need to make sure he's got an accountability. Does that, you, does that mean you want both teams to win? I kind of do, actually. Yeah. I'm curious about both teams. Yeah. Okay, on both sides of the fence. Yeah, I. I mean, clearly, I'll be. Ro- <laughs> clearly, I'll be rooting more for Matthew Stafford, but I've loved the play of what the Bengals have done. Oh yeah, dude, and, shredding. Who and, doesn't love an underdog? Exactly, and it's kind of like the mold of what I want my team to do and succeed at. Because what the Bengals last time they were in the Super Bowl. It's the like uh, 80s. USSR was still around, and the first text message wasn't set yet. Yeah. So I mean, at least they'd been in the playoffs, though. Unlike your team. To be fair, yeah, I think I think <laughs> yeah, you don't. Matt. I think you don't want the Bengals to win because that just leaves the Lions as another organization, like one of the last <laughs> few organizations, to have such a long drought. So Matthew Stafford has more playoff wins than the Lions organization since the Super Bowl era. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. This Let is, me put that in perspective real quick. Matthew Stafford has won more <laughs> playoff games in one season than the entirety of the Super Bowl era for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, he didn't have very many with the Lions. A whole whopping goose egg. 0-3, and, and now he's 3-0. <laughs> and hmm. What a change the scenery will do. Get some warm weather. It's nice to see all of the, uh, I mean, they're still there, but all the, the Matt Stafford haters who were like, oh, it's not really Detroit's fault that Matt Stafford's just an average quarterback, kind of a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take care of the ball too well, doesn't, can't lead it. And then, like, you look at all the things, he's, like, one of the top in the league, even when he was with the Lions, like, leading comebacks and just, like, the way he could perform. I mean, granted, he had Calvin Johnson and everything, but even without him, he was still a very 
good, viable quarterback, playing never was very injured at all, and until what one season when he I, had his, I would say the last three years towards the end of his stint with the Lions, it was kind of like, oh, you're playing with a broken back almost. Well, when well, you that's the, the thing. team on your back I for twenty years. Yeah, I, sh- years. I shouldn't say he wasn't injured, but he was just always playing when he was yeah, injured. He did play a lot, and the thing is, is like. There's a lot of Lions fans out there kind of, like, not rooting for Stafford, like, rooting against him. And I'm definitely on the side that's rooting for him because I'm like, every Sunday for 13 years he showed up and played. You cannot say he didn't play. I've seen the opposite from from a lot of people. Like, a lot of Lions fans that I know, I I haven't heard a single one who's like, ah, screw him, like, he's gone, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, because he was loyal to the soil for so long, and then finally, like, they're not going to put him through another just disgusting rebuild. So, I mean, and they got a very good haul for him, to be fair. But, and, like, they, they weren't going to do anything with Matthew Stafford in the next few years anyways. No. But I've heard a lot of support from Lions fans. Just like, I just want, like, Matt Stafford deserves this. I want him to get his ring. This is what he's like. This is, they're kind of, like you said, living vicariously through Matt Stafford as Not a Lions fan. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, if the Rams do end up winning, that he does something to, like, thank the Lions, and maybe not like in the post game um, interviews, but sometime like thank you for everything, like yeah, the Lions, like it, that was my youth, that was my life. And and speaking on that, like for the last game that they had in mm-hmm. LA, there was a Lions fan that was going crazy on social media with yeah. a black Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford jersey when they beat the t- Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we were kid, robbed of an overtime in that game, but that's I'll yeah, save that for later. that. Well, you that, do Cooper Cup, but that kid was going crazy. Time. And then Matthew Stafford made a video for him, thanking him for his dedication and supporting that. him as a lion and as a ram. And the kid got tickets to the game, mm-hmm. and Matthew Stafford gave him like a signed jersey. I'm like, dude, why can't why can't we have like more? Matthew Stafford's. Well, that makes that makes sense. They would give him tickets to the game. They can't really fill the seats in <laughs> yeah. SoFi with uh, any home fans. Yeah. Hey. There's probably more Matthew Stafford fans it, as a Ram, like rooting for oh, the, yeah. the Rams, than there are actual Rams fans. There's probably yeah. more Lions fans rooting for the Rams than Rams. Yeah. Honestly, Rams fans don't exist. Well, and, that, and that's a, like uh, maybe in St. Louis, but they all died. When no, they left. yeah, Matthew Stafford's wife literally said, "Like we always had like." a packed house of Lions fans at Ford Field, mm-hmm. which is weird to think about when you're such a losing organization. But And we're going against the Packers, the Bear, which are heavy road teams. Like, they mm-hmm. travel, and we still were able to, like, Hold hear Lions chants. And, you know, and I've been to some of those games, and that's cool. And then you Lions watch. Lions cries. Yeah, tears. the end of the game. The bags on the heads. We've actually learned <laughs> to, like, soften our tears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm I'm excited just because these the story of both these teams and how they were constructed is very unique. One team, the Bengals, build through the draft, be smart, build for the future, even though they're cheap. Well, to be fair, very like, cheap. Some would argue that like it wasn't smart drafting Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell. Exactly, yeah. and then look how that turns out. Yeah, yep. it's best turns rookie out to be receiver. Ever, yeah, statistically yep. and wise, considering like uh, Justin Jefferson, you were just saying that about last year, you know, right? Exactly, and that's that's a cool thing about the NFL now too. It's like a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of NFL ready wide receivers, but I think that speaks even more to just the connection of drafting a guy like a, a new quarterback, and then mm-hmm. a year or two later drafting a wide receiver that he played with. Yeah, 
Just the connection if, there. If, if you look at, like, Jamar Chase had the best season ever as a rookie. Devontae Smith maybe started off a little cold but got hot with uh, Jalen Hurts as, like, as he did down put, the stretch. Put him with a better quarterback. Oh, my god! Put the Eagles with a oh better team. Oh, my god! And then you got Jalen Waddle with Tua Tiger, like Tua in, I'm not even going to try and say the last Tango name for, the, <laughs> for this moment. But you got him in uh, Miami, and they, they tore it up. They're kind of putting those guys back together that were dominant in college. That's what I'm saying. That's but why I want the Bears it, to draft Chris Olave, trade up and draft Chris Olave. And that's the cool thing, what we're talking about, is like the team building through the draft, being young and able to find talent and locate it and succeed. The Rams are the complete opposite. They're like, we need veterans. We need people we can get in the free agency or trade for, and right. we're going to build a team out of no drafts. And so they so look like they built a team on Madden. Which is, yeah, yeah <laughs> it, which is cool. So it, we get literally like this picturesque of like both number one overall quarterbacks, one quarterback who failed to make it anywhere in 13 years and a quarterback who makes it in one and a half. I'm going to say one and a half years. Yeah, because that ACL. So, and, and I think just that storyline alone sells this game. Well, the I don't Rams, think that even gets into the interpersonal names and Joe Shiesty, Joe Franchise, <laughs> you Joe know. Burr. Joe Burr. Sam was talking to me, mm-hmm. and she's like, so so where did Joe Burr play? <laughs> 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 like, that's how heavy, like, they are at marketing them. Marketing he is the, him, he is the they, coolest man on the planet right now. Cartier Shays. Let's roll. His Instagram posts are the funniest <laughs> thing in the entire world. They're so good. Uh uh, I had a thought before, and I just completely forgot about it. When you were on there, well, they're the, uh, I looked up that they're the 10th youngest team. Oh, the Rams. The Rams, when they went to the Super Bowl just like three years ago, they were all built through the draft. So to see them, too, just flip all these players and now go veteran heavy and still make the Super Bowl. Well, and the weird thing is is they're able to make veterans that were kind of almost seen as they're going to retire and kind of like move out. Like we have Odell Beckham Jr. coming in. Mm-hmm. And just absolutely killing it. Well, like the, what? And then Von Miller too. Like we're resurrecting careers of players that looked like they had a foot out the door. Von the Miller's league. been shredding out there. Man. He's getting yeah. pressure on people. I mean, it's like you bring him in, and you wait for those those few plays in those huge in in the big games. Like Von Miller had what was it um, against the Forty ers He had a huge huge had sack near the sack end of the game. Close the game out, yeah, and. Like and then, like you said, OBJ finally come, like had his first um, game where he had over a hundred yards. Yeah. And mm-hmm. He has more touchdowns or almost as much touchdowns with the Rams than he did with the Browns. And you just bring in these veterans who you know they can play. They were just on terrible teams, terrible organizations, and then you just plug and play, plug and play, which is really and hard they, in they the all NFL can, to do. They all, yeah, you very, can't do that on a lot of teams. Very difficult, but. This is the Ram. I mean, the Rams have what? They have a very small window, seemingly. Like I, I know they've they made it to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but now if they don't win here, if they don't win this year, if they end up losing to the Bengals, the start upstart Bengals mm-hmm. who are ten and seven from the wild card, right? Or no, four seed. They won their division. They were ten and seven, but they the Bengals. No, they had a better record than that. I'm pretty sure. No, they're no, ten and seven. They were ten and seven. They still, I think they still won their division. Yeah, no, but I still division. think they were a, a wild card team. They, yeah, they were a wild card team winning their division. Either way, and if the Rams lose to the Bengals, that's just that's a very tough look, and then that's a lot of pressure on a team that like is a very win now team. And if they they already know that if their window is going to close when it closes, 
They're going to be bad for a long time. They have no first round picks for like to like twenty twenty six or something. Green Bay Packers, where are you at? Let's go. They at least Sorry, have. I'm excited. Picks. They at least have picks. No, I know, but their salary. They have the second worst salary. Forty. Yeah, it's atrocious. They're like forty something over the cap. And, forty million, and they have like fifty players up for signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devondre Campbell and. Whole bunch of us. Continue what, what <laughs> yeah. you were saying, but anyway. So like the Rams, like even if like I guess their whole goal is they're just going to try and buy at least one Super Bowl. But let's see if they can even get to that because at the end of the well, day, it's there. still a game. They're yeah. there. You still have to play the game. Still got to go against that burrow, and there's still a lot of X factors. Right. They so, get, they, it's nice that they get the home home field advantage. And, and what's cool is they're going to be the first team to have the NFC championship game at home, and then play the Super Bowl at home. It's such a ESPN stat. <laughs> the Buccaneers had the home field Super Bowl last year. I thought that was cooler last year, but, yeah. like, of course, now it's, like, now all it's of a like, sudden it's just, it's happening just, every year. It's just funny that it's an added game, too. It's, it's like, such a coincidence. It's, like, oh. It's never happened before, and then it just happens two years in a row. Back to back, yeah. Okay. Good and luck then repeating that. Even with, like, all the division, division, all the wild card games, like, all the away teams won. Well, I'll just mm-hmm. I'll say this in that one week, which is crazy and has never been, happened. Are you before. talking about the divisional round? Yeah, yeah. Except the Chiefs, the Chiefs almost lost so because Josh Allen like took the hammer of Thor and just smacking everyone out there. But and then Patrick Mahomes caught it and then just threw oh it right back God, at him. Dude, that was seconds. Amazing game. But I will say the the conference championship games for the NFL this year and the divisional games were was some of the best football. I have seen in my 23 years of life. Mm-hmm. Every single game, either a game-winning kick or the overtime touchdown in the divisional round, and then you get the conf- the conference championships, which were also equally Both as comebacks. Nutty. Like you, you see, you see the Bengals come back against the Chiefs. What they were down 18-0, 18-3. 20. It was 21 to 10 at half. Yeah, and but they was, were down by at least yeah, it was twenty-one to three because they yeah. scored. Samaji Piran scored 18. that touchdown with like two minutes left. And that was I was going nuts for Samaji Piran. I was like, where Samaji Piran comes out of yeah. nowhere and just gets that touchdown? Little screen pass and just takes it to the house. Yeah, and then the Tyree Kill tackle with no time on the clock. Mahomes thought they had a timeout and just choked that one. Well, even then, like five seconds to get that type of playoff. Oh, yeah, but they should Those just take the field goal and just call it a day. I know, we Those can NFL, say 13 seconds, but like five seconds, and you're on, I mean, technically the math does work out if mm-hmm. you're a Chiefs fan. Those right? NFL script writers, they're, they're writing like Kenji yeah. Lamar right now. No, but, <laughs> but Joe Burr was like our knight in shining armor for America to I would, win that game. I would to flip, beat. too. Like, he flipped the switch, but like the defense, dude, they gave up nothing to Patrick no, Mahomes' second half. But beating nah. the... Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes yeah, and not seeing them that. in the Super Bowl. You know how yeah, many people were united TikToks. against that? It was crazy. Yeah, that was like that was huge. It turned Even everyone not into a Chiefs fan. It turned <laughs> everyone for one day, everyone was rooting for the Bengals. Who would have thought if I take you back ten years and we talk about Andy Dalton Bengals and Marvin Lewis, we would never see that. Nope. Ever. I'm just waiting for the for the Bengals to end up winning the Super Bowl and then Next year they're going to be like, oh well, now this is the hated whoa, team. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Now this oh. is the hated hated team. No, I just mean oh, in the concept just... of like how the Chiefs, like Patrick Mahomes, he throws the fifty touchdowns in his like first. You're starting like, oh, everyone loves the Chiefs. They're so cool, like upstart team, blah blah blah, all this. And then um, now they're kind of like, oh, it's the Chiefs. We don't want the Chiefs to like be so successful and start this crazy dynasty. Which, if you look at it, they've only had they've only won one Super Bowl, and they they won one, lost one. 
and then lost in now two AFC Championship games. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it started because there was a big discussion about after the Buccaneers won in the Super Bowl. It's like, well, now it's like Patrick Mahomes because he was the next guy. Like now he's going to have to win eight Super Bowls. Yeah, and I'm now not... he didn't even make it to this one. So he's got. It's like he has a insanely. That sounds so heavy when you put it in that perspective. Oh, now you have to win eight. Super Bowls like that, but by the way, that's the way NFL but if you remember, works. So but if you remember, not even just that, Patrick Mahomes is like the second he broke onto the scene, it was like this is this oh. is the guy that we've never seen anybody like this. He will be like he's just like inhuman. They call kind him of like they LeBron. call him like an accurate they, Brett Favre. Yeah, they want that new the sexy gunslinger, thing. but accurate, but not like he can move around. He yeah, runs. He, can. he just throws these insane passes, and now maybe we're seeing a little bit that those insane no look passes and. Some of them can Getting get a little cute. errant, and and then you can throw it, throw an interception or two that mm-hmm. can change a game. But that I'm, I'm just remembering one specific play. I, I don't know if it was against the Bengals or if it was against the Bills. His sidearm pass that he literally threw directly under the armpit of, of a defender, like on the run, jumping sidearm pass. He's still Stupid. Patrick Mahomes. He can Stupid. still make those insane, crazy plays. But that was the narrative on him right away when he was burst, like breaking out onto the scene. Is like, oh, he's He's so good. He can catch Brady. He's like the only one we've ever seen who can definitely catch Brady. The Chiefs are young. They're like they're a great team overall and Patrick Mahomes is just the ultimate ultimate weapon with all what Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Nicole Hardman and everyone like that. But now it's kind of the narrative's changed a little bit. I love <clears throat> when we're speaking on like talent, we look at the Bengals weapons that Joe Burrow has to play with. I love his weapons. He's got T. Higgins. These are people, Jacob, not just weapons. Oh, my God. You literally just said <laughs> he's got great people to throw to, you know, and really does. move that ball around. It, We're talking about Joe Mixon, mm-hmm. Boyd, Jamar Chase, Uzama. Uzama. Yep, Uzama. Nasty. Don't forget about T. Higgins. I said T. Higgins to start. Hey, man, there's a – So good. Like, that is – NCAA champions that is with a, T. Higgins, Burrow, and uh, Jamar Chase. And they're young. Yeah. Who did T. Higgins play for in college? Clemson. Oh, another Clemson wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was nasty out there. He uh he was there with um what was the 2018 one that they won? Mike Williams on that team? Uh I think Mike Williams was with Deshaun Watson when they won. Oh, that could be wrong. But that regardless, that's a lot of uh a lot of championship pedigree there. It's a lot of you talent. know what he doesn't have talent on? That O-line. No, but they played pretty well against the Chiefs. Yeah, but the Chiefs don't have what the Rams are going to be throwing at them, though. It's like the ultimate, uh, ultimate Mr. Miyagi, like teaching you. Like he's he wasn't very good at like throwing on the pass and kind of. I mean, he was pretty decent at it. He could get outside the pocket and throw on the run. But now, like you look at it, he has to do it to survive. So it's <laughs> like he's just so good at like kind of like how Patrick Mahomes does. He just like steps up or steps steps to the side, breaks one way, makes some guy miss. Yeah, he all a such a, he's good quick. He's Joe Joe quickness out there. So I, I want to see how quick he's going to be against those that three headed dragon that the Rams are going to be throwing at him. And that's, and that's not even the other people behind them. So. I mean, Aaron Donald might be the most talented NFL just NFL football player of all time. Yeah, and then you put uh, Floyd, and then you also put Von Miller on the other side, mm-hmm. and you have a uh, Ramsey, oh, and you have still Eric like Waddle, and still. They got a lot. You know, yeah, signing him on. Dude. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a veteran one that doesn't get talked about enough no. either. He almost blew the game for uh, He did. He did, he did almost blew the, that Tampa Bay game. 
That was insane. That was that was such a God. That game deserved an overtime, man. Yeah. That dude, that Cooper Cup overtime. dime though. Is there, dude? We need to come back to, from set, uh, twenty-seven to, or like, it's like twenty twenty-seven, twenty-eight to like seven. And I was like, here it comes, and he was coming back, and he was making all the plays, and I was like, it's going to happen again. Tom Brady is Thanos. He's inevitable. He's 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 doing. He's going to get into overtime. He's going to get the ball, or at least get a stop, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl again. And they just. Two absolute blown coverages. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford throws an absolute two absolute oh, dimes was, to Cooper Cup, and they just set up the field goal. That was the most. I mean, it was yeah, the it most was, exciting game ever with a kind of like very disappointing ending. It was it was electric, but it was in in the overall aspect. I was cheering like the second it was twenty eight <laughs> to seven. I was like, here we go, here we go. I can see it. <laughs> I was telling everybody I was watching with, watch it. It will be a close game. It's not a blowout. Yeah, here we go. It, Let's go. It was 27 to 13 heading into the fourth, and it was 20 to 3 heading into the third. So it definitely was a watch. But, again, Matthew Stafford comes. He he wasn't even the reason they were, like, losing that game to, which if he was in Detroit and Detroit was in that game, he would have mm-hmm. thrown, thrown, like, three interceptions. What, Cam Akers dropped the ball twice, lost it dude, twice. Fumble. That Fumb- fumble was horrible. Like High snap. Like, dude didn't even know. So it was just, like, crazy. I was uh, I was happy to see that, and I'm, I'm used to seeing that as a Lions fan, but I don't know. I'm excited. You, so let's, uh, let's jump into our predictions, shall we? Bengals by four. What a prediction. Just I know, we're taking Bengals it. by four. Bengals I don't know if it's going to be 54 to 50 all right, all right. or if it's going to be you want, you want four like to that, zero, uh, baby. You want, I want you to go you want that detail. NBA Finals like, uh, where I called how you know Giannis was taking that Brandon Jennings game six. You want that sort of breakdown? No, I want the breakdown. You were pretty of, much right that. I was. I want, so here I, we go. I want the four. breakdown of how I called the Bengals being like number two. At like week six in the AFC, was that the last time we did a podcast? Probably, I so. <laughs> but I called that, and you guys were like, "I don't know about the Bengals; they're not going to be good." I'm like, "Bad." The Bears um, beat the Bengals, so that's why I was a little, a it, little suspect because I was like, "The Bears beat them. Come on, you just got to get at them with a pass rush, which is what the Bears did, and they eked out a a win against them." But I mean, that was all the way back in week six. No one even would have thought that the Bengals would have been here. Not no, no one. No one thought that they get this far. No yes. way. What young team Joe gets Burr. this far? The only team of recent. That's like Stephen A. Smith saying like a hundred, or no, Skip Bayless saying a hundred ridiculous things. He's like, I told you. I told you this one thing. Dude, the only- I love reading his tweets in game. He's like, oh, game's lost. Like the first three minutes of that Chiefs-Bengals game, and then the game is turning into the Bengals' favor. He's like, I always told you the Bengals are going to win the game. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's you. If, yeah. you, if, the, if there was a Skip Bayless here, it is Jacob Abraham. Wow. I take offense yeah. to that. Hey, do I have nice shoes though? No. Do I have the drip? You're gonna be no. that really gross, that really gross, super ripped old guy that ugh. no one wants to. Ugh. <laughs> it's just the ugh. veiniest human being alive, and he loves wearing cutoffs. And you're just like, just be old, man. I don't. Everyone likes a like old, lazy, fat guy, but an old, ripped guy is just weird. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to look at. Not okay with that. All right. <laughs> Either <laughs> give, way, give so us your give us your prediction. Your prediction. <laughs> the, the in depth prediction. All right. So. Um, We'll start the game. I think uh, Rams score quickly, pretty easily. I think. <laughs> oh, whoa, this guy goes. <laughs> this guy is the most ridiculous person. Oh, oh my god! Ra- uh, what'd you say? Rams by four or Bengals by four? Anyway? You said Bengals, Bengals by, by four. Bengals by four. Oh, can you go a little more in depth? 
All right, opening up uh, with about <laughs> 13 minutes left. You wanted him. <laughs> We're giving it to you. We're Rams giving you, score a quick giving you what you want. So Rams score pretty quick. Cooper Cup's going to make a quick early touchdown in the game. 7 nothing Rams. Pretty easy. Bengals struggle a little bit. I think they don't score till eh, deep in midway through the second. Evan McPherson, little field goal. That's why you draft a kicker. Um Halftime show comes up. Uh, Rams kick a field goal for halftime. Whoa, whoa! You just skip over the halftime show? No, I, I did. I skip over. I said so we're at the, the score, halftime. What's show. the score at halftime? Yeah, uh, ten, ten, three Rams. You know, Dr. Drake comes out. Snoop comes out. Eminem comes up. Kendrick comes out with all his new music that just dropped Friday. Banging it out. Mary J. Blige is her thing. We're all happy. We're all living nostalgia. We're West Coast life with a little Detroit mixed in. With Stafford, I yeah. love it. Basically, Matt Stafford's life. We went from Detroit to they LA. They brought in Eminem just for Matt Stafford. Basically, represent. It's symbolism. Detroit versus everybody. Second half comes out. No uh, one says that except for people in Detroit. Detroit fans. And that was probably stolen from something. And they're cursed. Second half comes in. Bengals come out, score quick. We're looking at 10-10. to 10. Um, <laughs> Game's going on. Um... Let's say Rams. The I game's Rams, going on. Honestly, I don't even Rams know where we are in the no, game right now. Give me, give me fourth quarter, you last fourth three quarter? minutes. All right, last three minutes. All right. Um, Rams are up by uh, field goal. Matt Gay just kicked a field goal. So it's going to be a tight battle the whole time. No, yeah. Never gets more than a score away. I don't think huh? more than a score away. I think it's pretty close. I don't see a blowout at all. Pretty low scoring, though, huh? I think a low scoring game. Considering that these are one of the most, pro- two of the most prolific offenses in the league. But continue. I think we're going like. 20, 24, 21, on this, 20, 24, something like that. But, um, you know, Burrow comes down, starts marching the field. Joe Mixon has one huge run. He had that in all the games leading up. He had like a 20, 25-ish run late in the fourth quarter. Mixon busts one, gets him into uh, touchdown range. Jamar Chase, catch from Joe Burrow, uh, sideline, like just uh, just after the goal line. A little over-the-shoulder catch, feet and bounce. Not like Santonio Holmes, but kind of like over the defender a little bit. It's going to be a real pretty touchdown catch. Evan McPherson comes in, kicks the extra point. That's why you draft a kicker. They're up by four. Stafford has a chance to march down the field, needing a touchdown. Just runs out of time. No interception. No fumble, nothing I, like that. I just, like how you just say casually runs out of time. The dude has the most fourth-quarter comeback wins out of yeah. any. Runs out of time because he needs a touchdown just can't get in. I think Matt Stafford in the Super Bowl for the first time after all of that happening, if he has a game-winning drive, he is going out on his shield. He's gonna If his arm gets ripped off, he's he's at least – Throwing an interception, trying to get it, running out of time. There's no way he's, he's not going to Dak Prescott no, it and run up the middle of the field and be like, "Yeah, that that was probably a good play." And just then I'll spike it with no time left on the clock. No, he's not going to spike. He's just going to run out of time. Going to be trying to throw it in the end zone. If the Bengals win this game, it's going to be. I think this game comes down if it's a close one. It's whoever has the ball last. They're going to march down the field and do some just some crazy wacky stuff. I think Bengals defense. I think the Rams. So here, all right. I'll, I guess we'll just go into my prediction. I think the Rams are going to control the wait, game. Wait, wait, just wait, just wait. What is your final score? Uh, it's Bengals <laughs> by four. So. Bengals by four Bengals. after like 20-something. Yeah, okay. low 20s. Low 20s. Both teams in the 20s. Great evaluation. All right, Jordan. 24 to 20. That's what we're getting at. Please. Okay. <laughs> Bengals, Bengals miss uh, 
No, two touchdowns uh, for the Rams, two field goals, uh, three touchdowns. Oh, gotcha, field goal. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's why you draft a kicker. Anyways, that's why you draft a kicker. So my f- prediction is a little <laughs> simpler <laughs> in the aspect. I think the Rams are going to control this game. I think they're going to come out and kind of punch him in the mouth. They've they've got a little more. They've very experienced team. They're going to know it's a it's a big stage. It's the Super Bowl. They're going to be at home. They're going to kind of come up, punch him in the mouth. They're going to get up by at least maybe like ten points, maybe two scores. But Joe Burrow, coolest man on the planet, he's already bought his cigars that he's going to smoke after this game. (laughs) He's going to settle in. The defense is going to settle in, just kind of like what happened against the Chiefs, and he's going to start making plays. And when he starts making plays, that's when the defense is going to start messing up a little bit, and then the Rams, Sean McVay might get a little, oh, play this close to the chest, not be as aggressive. It's a Super Bowl. He doesn't want to get too crazy. He doesn't want to lean back in the game. So he's going to hammer off the gas pedal a little bit, which is exactly the last thing you want to do, especially in the Super Bowl. The Bengals are going to come back, make it a close one near the end. And I think I what I want to happen is the Bengals and Joe Burrow come down, score a last like two-minute touchdown or a field goal at the end. But it's really going to come down to whoever has the ball last and as long as Matt Stafford doesn't throw some crazy interception. Which, who knows, really. But I think I think it's going to be a high scoring probably in the 30s, like 34, 31 maybe. Um, and it's either, it's either going to be 34, 31 Bengals or 34, 31 Rams. And I would love for the Bengals to win. Underdog story. Can I go? Coolest man on the planet. <clears throat> <laughs> Why don't you clear your throat and then uh, <clears throat> you let me know if you can go. Let me clear my throat. I'm gonna go <laughs> right now. So I actually um, have a pretty similar prediction to uh, yours, Jordan. I have the Rams coming out hot. First touchdown is gonna be OBJ, and that's just gonna get them going. He's gonna be going crazy on the sidelines. I mean, the dude gets crazy when he catches a ball for 20 yards. Cooper's so his father. I think so, Cooper Cop, if anything, is gonna score first. But continue. I just think like if. I think it, we'd get almost like a OBJ highlight that made him famous in this game. I don't know where, when. Behind the- I think it's going to happen. Um, I have Rams leading by halftime. Third quarter comes around. What about the halftime show? Oh, halftime show is lit. It's going to be phenomenal. I didn't it's even lit. talk about the halftime show. Whoa, the halftime hey, show I'm is going to be crazy. I just want to say the halftime show – is going to be awesome. Regardless of crazy. the game, that's probably going to be the best thing that happens. As long as they don't <laughs> shove Pepsi down our throat, and as long as it's not some gross sellout show, which is how the halftime show can usually be, I think it's going to be sick. I don't. I think they're going to be like, still D R E. Beautiful. I mean, I think I'm sure they're going to do some sort of uh, tribute, to probably the, tribute to Pac. But yeah, they're going to have his hologram come out like awesome. Coachella. So that's disgusting. <laughs> so Rams, that. Rams are leading into the third. Joe Burr comes back and Burr. he gets them close, but I think he ties it up. And then last drive, Matthew Stafford does what he does, built his Chokes. career off of it. Oh. <laughs> Most fourth quarter comeback wins. Dime again, repeat. Cooper Cup gets him in striking range, knocks in a field goal. Clock ticks, game over. Is that why you draft a kicker? That's why you draft a kicker. <laughs> no, I I want this game to be like 31-24. It's 
That's what I'm thinking. You want it to be, or that's what you think? I it's want it to be. be. I don't like I said. It's going to be like by a field goal win, so it's mm-hmm. not going to be that. But I want it to be 31-24 Rams. But I want a good game. Regardless. I want a good game, Cooper, and I think it's going to be a great game. I so. think Cooper Cup's going to have like eight catches, over a hundred yards, touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. Jamar Chase um, might not. I don't think he's going to be the leading receiver in this game. I think it's either going to be T. Higgins or maybe like uh, probably not Tyler Boyd, but um, I would say I would. I think it's might be T. Higgins because he's he's like the kind of forgotten guy. Of course, Jalen Ramsey's going to be. All over on Jamar Chase. Chase, he's going to follow him around all over the field. Higgins had a good game against the Chiefs, over 100 yards. Had like he was their number catches. one target. Yeah, he's had several games this year. He's the number one target, and that's the thing. Joe Burrow doesn't have to stare down Jamar Chase. You have weapons. Which team's got better weapons? Which team has better offensive weapons? Offensive firepower. Yeah, I'd say off of like the people you can throw to. No, just in general, in the backfield. I'd say Bengals. Joe Mixon versus Cam Akers. I give the edge to Joe. That's tough. That's actually a really tough question because Cooper Cup is an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. Absolute monster. Won the Triple Crown. Having one of those insane seasons. OBJ back to full strength. OBJ looking like. Mm-hmm. And um, Van Jefferson still a piece. Van Jefferson's a speed demon. You can Higby, check him Higby's down the field. not bad either. I don't think Higby's playing, is he? He got hurt in the championship game. I thought he was... I know he had a... Uh, he had a sprain. I don't know if he'll come back or not, though. I will say, as long as Cam Akers doesn't fumble three times again, I mean, I still think Joe Mixon is probably a better um, running back. But I would say, so we'll look at it this way. Bengals, during the whole season, have scored 460 points. The Rams, during the whole season, have scored 460 points. So I would say <laughs> this this is one of like the most evenly matched offenses that, I mean, the Super Bowl's seen in a while, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, besides, I guess the Chiefs and the Buccaneers were pretty loaded as well. But I mean, it's just so evenly matched. I think it, mm-hmm. I think anything can happen. I think it's gonna be. I still think it's gonna be a close game, and it it will come down to running the ball. I think. Yeah, that's why I think the Bengals get the edge at Joe Mixon. Just Who, breaks one. Whoever has the most time eating the clock, that's mm-hmm. the team that's gonna win. It's gonna come down. Yeah. To, oh, it's gonna come it's, down to the end. It's gonna be that's literally <laughs> like whatever team has that ball longer than the other. That's mm-hmm. how you're gonna win. And I also think it's interesting, too, because, like, in today's modern age of football, how we always said, like, in the 2010s, mm-hmm. that defenses win championships. Oh, my gosh. These last, like, two Super Bowls, two, three, have been offensive slaughters. These guys are packed to the brim of talent. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy, that switch in mentality of, like, Who's going to get you a win, a defensive coordinator coach or an offensive coordinator coach? And here we are watching Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, all these guys are coming up young, and they have schemes that defenses aren't used to. So I think this game's going to be a shootout. Want Stafford the win? Solid defense. Like the Buccaneers' no. defense is what won them that Super Bowl. No, I'll Bowl. say there's I always mean, like good defenses. They, but it was a slaughter. They, but it's like they won like they by slaughtered like, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it was like twenty. Like they won by like twenty four something points, or we're up at least but by that much. It's, but I think it's going to be offensive firepower in L.A. Let's get Showtime going over there in L.A. Let's get the lights popping off. Let's get some fireworks going crazy. Let's get the fans going crazy. I, I think this is going to be a for a Super Bowl like this. I think it's going to be one of the most watched Super Bowls in in recent. I think everyone's very hyped about this. And what's the last game you were excited for for a Super Bowl like this? For the this? Super Bowl? I can't think of one. 
mean, last year was kind of mad. I'm just tired. I was just always tired of Tom Brady. I think the just last Super Bowl of- that I greatly enjoyed was Russell Wilson versus Peyton Manning. That was a pretty good one. I love that Super Bowl Russell so Wilson, much. Just the Seahawks. I think, yeah, the, the last. That Legion of Boom. That was just an exciting team. You like, want- the Seahawks played almost perfect football. Well, def- defensively, but like, it, yeah, it was like the greatest, like, Defense in recent history, um, mm-hmm. maybe best uh, defensive backfield in history, uh, going against Peyton Manning, who just got off the greatest quarterback season of all time. Yeah. Yeah. By 50 throwing 50 touchdowns. 55 touchdowns. 55 touchdowns and coming off of surgery. Yeah. Yeah, after, after yeah, being disrespected, of course, they just get trounced. Percy Harvin. <laughs> I was the only one at uh, the Super Bowl party that I was I was at cheering for the Seahawks. I was like, I was yeah! Too. I was going crazy. Get him! I, was, I was rocking that Richard Sherman shirt. Every, everyone was like, oh, this game's boring. I'm like, what? Are you not a joke? Are you not entertained? Literally, this defense... Are you not entertained? They hit Payton with... still got his Super Bowl anyway, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that was they, depressing. They hit with purpose, though. That Seahawks team, like when they were coming to hit you, Sure, that corner might be smaller than you, but he's going to hit you like a truck. They yeah. won that intimidation factor for sure. Cam Chancellor, okay, oh, yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. Gosh. That's the biggest thing about defense. Okay. I think is that if uh, if you go into the game scared, you are you're already you're at a disadvantage. Done. You know, which I, is kind of what the Rams can do, but they've shown that they can give up a lot of points. What do you think the idea? Because they were a young team, you know, the uh, Seahawks and the defense, especially. Let's say like the Bengals are almost an offensive version of what their defense was. Just young, raw, all over the place talent, and look at those receiver cores. They got but three like, young receivers the, that the are Legion of Boom is transcendent. You well, yes. we, people still think about it. Still yeah, people are gonna be talking about, about Joe Burrow for quite you, a while. You also forgot about like Marshawn Lynch too. In Beast that era, who was the ball. just a monster. So it's literally like Should've gave him the ball. It was second down. That, that Seahawks team just had everything clicking. They also had an O-line still because they didn't trade them all away. You don't think those Bengals have something clicking? Well, they got something clicking. They clicking. Sounds oddly dirty. Click, click, boom. (laughs) I mean, yeah, they're clicking, but I mean, I don't think it's like. They're going to come over and run over. They're going to run all over. That's all the time we got for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming back to the Never Lost podcast. Never Lost. We're going to hope to give you a lot uh, lot more content, a lot a lot of more pods. Stay tuned for our TikTok and Reels. Uh, we're going to go big with that. What? I didn't tell you guys this. Nope. This is oh, new. We're going TikTok. Hey, you guys are learning this the same time we are. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to live action. I'll just get up there and wiggle on TikTok. Wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. wiggle. All right. You guys <laughs> wiggle, have a good wiggle. one. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs>